Love Talk Radio. And 
it was one of the best massages that I have ever had. And just to be in that sacred space where it was very peaceful and tranquil and taking care of myself, which is me definitely practicing what I preach, um, was phenomenal. Um, I walked away feeling rejuvenated, actually wanted to return and go back again. And for the people in Morocco, they typically go to a hammam once a week. Um, They go there to experience that they're fully being bathed by someone else. And it, I, I, I highly recommend it. Um, I've heard that it's a little bit more expensive in the states, but in Morocco, I had that two and a half hour experience for sixty dollars. Hot dog! <laughs> go to Morocco. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. It's a little bit more expensive in the states to have somebody wash wash you. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm yeah. sorry, bathe. Excuse me, bathe. <laughs> bathe. Yeah, it was, but it was. It was a great experience. It was something that I had never done before, um, and I highly recommend it. <laughs> and it, it this allowed me to really appreciate um, the country of Africa and Morocco, being in Morocco, and the whole experience of meeting new people, engaging, and trying new foods. And it was, for me, one of my trips of a lifetime, and I know there are more to come. All right. All right. Um, so let's let's. I have a couple questions about this: the hammam and the bath and all of that. Um, how how was it? Was it was it odd having someone else wash you, bathe you? How was that? Um, personally, for me, it, I wasn't uncomfortable. Um, I, I, I like my body, <laughs> and. Just to have, it was like someone else was taking care of Tina instead of Tina taking care of everyone else. And that was, that allowed me to really be open up to the the experience that I was about to have. I didn't walk in blindly and saying, oh, my God, someone's going to bathe me. I actually was aware of what was going to happen before I arrived at the, the hammam. And I just... I opened myself up to the experience. I wasn't being shy. Um, we had our bathing suit bottom, bottoms on, so the only thing that was not covered was our tops. Okay. And it it was a great experience. All right. Well, that that sounds so indulgent. I swear it does. Um, <clears throat> when focusing on self mm-hmm. and um looking at what this trip meant to you what would you take from this trip and not so especially from a travel aspect but from an enlightenment aspect what would you share with the ladies that you have taken from this trip it's funny because the place where we stayed um i had an opportunity to spend some time with myself while the ladies went off to the sahara desert and i um i was a very being very observant to the property as well as marrakesh which was the city that we toured and one of the things that was interesting to me is i think there was a wall around the medina which is a major shopping area of marrakesh um you, you could never accomplish shopping in in 2 or 3 days you'd have to spend 7 days there but on the outside of the medina was this big wall 
and this wall surrounded the Medina, and it made me think about the blockages or the walls that we as women build around ourselves. And we're sort of building this wall as a protection of armor to keep people out. But if you look closely, you may be also locking yourself in, in that wall. So as I observed the wall around the the Medina and um, compared it to we as women and the things that we do about the walls that we build up, I thought about how the Medina allows people to come in and out. That wall wasn't to keep people out and it wasn't to lock people in. It was just to allow that, that great space for people to come in and out. And for women, we need to really take into consideration the walls that we have built up around ourselves because of some of the pain and the challenges we have faced in life and ask ourselves, am I keeping people out or am I also keeping myself locked in? So having just being observant of the architecture of Morocco, it just made me think about so many things that I could apply to my sisters here in the States. Even when I look at the huge doors that are almost to the entryway of every Moroccan home or Moroccan building, I observed all the doors closed. And thinking about the doors that we keep closed on ourselves, but not are failing, we were failing to walk in those doors that are ajar for fear of what may be on the other side. So my mind was definitely churning in Morocco. <laughs> It sounds like it. It definitely sounds like it. And, you know, I'm really glad that um, you had the opportunity to share um, that with us because, uh, you know, like you were saying, we as women, we um, allow things, you know, we put up walls. You know, and that, and when you, <clears throat> excuse me, made that statement, it made me think of the conversation about the self-love bath, and how you said, you know, if there is any emotions or whatever that come up while you're in the bath, to let them go. And I think that's a lot that may have a lot to do with um, the issues that we have as women not allowing ourselves to let go or show these emotions or just keeping everything bottled in, not allowing ourselves to purge our emotions and purge um, the different things that we keep bottled in. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. It, and it's, it, it amazes me how we hold on to things for dear life and we don't know how to let it go or we choose not to let it go, not even recognizing that it's causing an effect in other areas of our lives and we wonder why certain things are happening and we can never find the answers to those questions. But if we revisit some of the challenges that we're facing in our lives, the answers are right there. It's right in front of our face. But the problem is we don't want to revisit that because if there has been trauma in your past, that is some place that you do not want to go back to because you don't want to relive that experience again. Yeah, <clears throat> it is. It's hard to um, – <clears throat> excuse me. I'm so sorry. I have a tickle in my throat. I think I'm trying to come down with something. It's not contagious through the phone. <laughs> So you don't have to worry about catching it. Um but I I I think that is definitely, you know, one of the one of the things that we deal with and and I myself have had things that I didn't want to talk about. You know, some things that deeply hurt us. 
Mm -hmm. uh, are things that have deeply hurt me that I just didn't want to talk about because I knew the minute I began to talk about it, I would fall into pieces. And so to keep myself in one whole piece, I would, um, as we say in church, hold my mule and um, just keep it all together. But then there comes the breakdown. There comes the snap, the go-off. Mm-hmm. You know the flipping of tables. You know the the swearing, the the tears, and it's it's much more explosive than it would be if we had a just talked about it when we had the time to talk about it, or talked about it when we had a moment to address it. Because by now, by the time we are, you know, blowing up and going off, and you know, just totally outside of our character, we've got so many other things piled on top of it. It's mm-hmm. like a cake. You know, the first issue was like a one-sheet cake, you know. And, you know, you, you cut, you know, you deal, you, they say you eat an elephant one bite at a time. So same thing with the cake, you know. You cut the cake, you eat it one piece at a time. But you keep adding layers and layers and layers to this cake where you have this overwhelming cake in front of you and you're like I gotta eat all this by myself I gotta deal with all of this these issues by myself and then once you to the point where you don't feel like dealing with it it's too late I I totally agree and sometimes after we've had time to digest exactly what has transpired we can view it um, pulling out some of the emotions I mean, pushing the emotions to the side and really viewing it from a fact basis because oftentimes our emotions are key when we are trying to deal with certain things. And if the emotions are heightened, we can't really work through them in a way that's going to be beneficial to us. And so that is always one of my suggestions. I'm like, really step away from the situation, and when you calm down, come back and revisit it and view it with different eyes, view it with eyes that are focusing on the facts and removing all of the emotional pieces of it or placing the emotional pieces in one other compartment and looking at the facts of the situation because then the other party is able to hear you and understand what it is that you're saying and how you're explaining it to them based on the facts because when we as women are emotional beings, Mm -hmm. and when we pull in those emotions and this is how it made me feel and blah, 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 you know, sometimes, you know, we're not giving that other person, you know, especially when a man, if we put a, in the man in the equation, they're not really focused on the emotions. The man wants to focus on the facts. Mm-hmm. You Use hit me or you hurt me because not this is how it made me feel. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, I would I would totally agree with that. Um <clears throat> And so there there are different ways uh, for us to to deal with those types of things. So let's get into what it is that you do and how you help women deal with life's issues. So a lot of a lot of things um, that I share with my sisters because I call everyone my sister because I don't have any have one is that, you know, telling them to be honest with themselves. And if something is causing them challenges in their lives, be honest with yourself and write it out. I am a huge, huge fan of journal writing 
because when you write things down, you're able to gain clarity in whatever it is that's going on within you. That's one step. And then another thing is to really focus on what piece of it is making you happy or making you unhappy. And then asking yourself, why does this make me happy? And why does this make me unhappy? And that is sort of doing a check-in with yourself. And, and again, focusing on the facts and not the emotions, but doing a check-in with yourself. And working with my clients, as I always tell them, I said, you know, you are not cookie cutter. Your situation may be relative to other people, but I don't, you know, make it a cookie cutter uh, program that I'm working with you on. I'm focusing on um, what it is that is your specific need and how it is, how it's going to help you. And so that is one of the things that the ladies really appreciate when they're working with me, that I'm just not saying, okay, I have this program for you, and it's going to fit you because it's fit 10 other people. No, our lives don't operate like that. I mean, we can go into a store and buy five of the same dresses, and it's all going to, it's going to fit all of us differently. Oh. But our lives should not be that same way. No. Nope, not at all. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So... With, you know, the programs that you, you know, have set in place, um, how do women go about um, reaching out? What is it that they need to know about them in order to basically work with you and get their lives together? So what I do is I offer uh, a 30-minute, I'll say an interview, because I need to know if I'm able to be of service to them as well as they need to know if they're going to be able to work with me. I don't work with everyone because sometimes their situation may be not in alignment with the work that I do, and if they, if I sense that they would need more clinical help versus life transformation help, I will make that recommendation. So when they reach out to me via email um, at TCH, tch at com or visit my website to see the work with Tina, they will see there's a process for them to click on to schedule their session as well as um, completing a coachability index and in order to find out, um, you know, are they coachable? Because everyone is not coachable because everyone's not open to hearing the truth. <laughs> and um, I'm the truth. <laughs> yeah. Don't agree so quickly, Candy. (laughs) Look, let me tell you something, honey. Not everybody can't, you know, you can't handle the truth. Not everybody can handle it. But go ahead, go ahead. That's true. And so, and and I'm and I'm honest about that. I was like, you know, I'm not going to sugarcoat your situation because sugarcoating is not getting you the help you need. No, it's not. Um, So I'm very honest. We we have our our 30 minute discussion, and then we concluded with this is what I hear based on our conversation, and what is the next steps in order for me to help you? How do you want me to be of service to you? Because ultimately the decision is the person who is sitting in the chair next to me or on the other line. Um, But I always encourage that 30-minute, you know, discussion because I, I want people to make an informed decision, not based on what they've seen on social media or heard in a phone call or with somebody else, but really based on their one-on-one conversation with me. <clears throat> Excuse me. That that is that is just awesome. So, 
um, give the ladies the link that they need, again, to reach out to you and, you know, have their one-on-one, you know, meeting, their their interview with you? Mm-hmm. So my website is tinacheines.com. That's T-I-N-A-C-H-I-N-E-S.com. And, you know, if you explore the website, you'll see a lot of different things going on. And if you click on Work With Me, you'll see on that page where you can have your private coaching session. Um, And you'll also see a couple of other things that are going on because I do some virtual classes. But for the most part, if you're interested in working with Tina C. Hines, Life Transformation Specialist, and you are ready to make a transformation in your life, and you're tired of being unhappy and ready for your dreams to be fulfilled of happiness, that is your opportunity to get a 30-minute session and make a decision. It's all about decision-making. you got to make your decision. you got to make a decision. And <clears throat> what better time than to make your decision than the beginning of a new year? Oh, most definitely. You know, the def- the, the best time is, you know, to take, ooh, website's fancy. Um, take a moment. I was going to the link on Facebook, so I went to pull some things off of it. But um, I definitely would love for everyone to, to take a moment, you know, reevaluate your life. Think about the things that are important to you. And then once you figure out those things that are important to you, if your life isn't where you want it to be, make the steps. Take the time to put things in place. You know, find someone, you know, go through, go to Tina's website and put all your information in and see, you know, if that is definitely something that you t- you need if you can work with her if she's got the the things that you personally need in your life to move forward to make the best to make your life the best life make those decisions make those choices because in all honesty it's your life and so you know i would definitely recommend you know reaching out to tina seeing the things that uh, she can offer, find out those things that she can offer. And if she can't, I'm pretty sure she can point you in the proper direction because um, she says, hey, you know, some people need clinical help. If she know you need, you know, a little more clinical influence, then she's going to say, hey, you know, maybe you should talk with that person or maybe you should seek out this particular area Um you know, in reference to your life, your healing, and your further growth. Am am I or am I not correct there, Tina? You are most definitely correct because my sister's health is very important. It's it's very important to me, even if they may not at the time feel it's important to them. But many times, um, you know, we have our sisters who are unhappy with their current situation and they feel stuck and they're not sure how to go about making changes, or the fear has creeped in, so they don't know, you know, what to do about that fear. But if you give yourself the permission to step outside of your comfort zone and just say, I'm about to do something for me, it may be all wrong, but it could be all right. And I am ready to start living and stop just existing. 
because many of us are walking around just existing, going through the motions of work, taking care of family, taking care of friends, doing everything for everybody, and we're just existing. We're not living because we're forgetting to do for ourselves. And that is primarily what I'm trying to help my sisters do around the globe. Y'all heard that, ladies? She's trying to help you around the globe. So you were not <clears throat> overlooked. You're not just a number. You know, when I think about being just a number, I think of that Allstate commercial where they have these little children and all the little children, you know, they, these kids, they had dinner. And the little guy, he got on his glasses, and she's like, waiter, waiter. And the waiter just walks by her. And then, you know, the, this guy, he's sitting outside eating lunch. And, you know, wait time, 45 minutes, and he throws his phone, and he breaks his phone like, ah. And those are the things that happen when you're just a number, when you're really not important. And what we want you to know and understand that when working with Tina, you're not just a number, you're not just a client, you're not just um, another payment. You are indeed someone that she's going to take her time and make sure you have exactly what you need to grow. So, Miss Tina, do you have a phone number where they can reach you? Yes, they can reach me at 732 732- Three zero five zero five four five. But let me be honest. I'm going to send you to my website because I'm going to because I don't like to walk into a conversation blindly. And I always have my new customers or my new clients fill out a form just so I can sort of gauge what it is that they're calling me about in order to um, know how to take drive the conversation because I've had experiences where where I've received phone calls and they just talk and talk and talk and I don't get a word in edgewise and I've probably received five different areas that they want to focus on. And so, you know, it's important that they complete that survey um, in advance before we have a discussion. So at least I have a clear vision of what it is that they want to discuss and consider working on. And then once I have that information, I can sort of gauge and be like, okay, you said this, but here's what I'm hearing. Um, So it's very helpful, so I'm not going in blind. (laughs) Well, it has been absolutely wonderful talking with you today, Tina. I would like to encourage everyone to, um, matter of fact, I'll let you share it. Please uh, share a little blurb about your Facebook community. So I have a Facebook community called Move Your Ass, A-Z-Z, and it's a community where I am encouraging women as well as men to start moving their ass and doing things, whether it's personally or professionally. I'm I'm sharing motivational messages. I'm giving assignments um, to be completed, anything that's going to help you reach your goals, whether it's personally or professionally. And it is a private group, so everyone who wants to be in there, they either have to send me a message or find the group, M-O-V-E-Y-O-U-R-A-Z-Z, in order to join. No one is allowed to plop people in the group because many times we dislike being added to groups without permission. Uh And so I always say, you know, if you want to invite somebody, just send them the link and let them join of their own. Let them have free will. 
So that's one of the communities that I have created. I actually started at the beginning of the year, and we're at 92 people, I think. Okay. Um, but it's a great community for everyone to be in. If they're stuck and they need someone to motivate them to move. <laughs> well, moving they shall do, moving we shall do. I am <coughs> so excited about um having you on the show today. I'm I'm going to go ahead and give you your credit. Um we we were talking off the air earlier, I you know, we after your inv- your uh, interview in December. Mm-hmm. She was the last guest in December, and you know the whole conversation about the self love bath just it just it just creeped all over me. It did. It mm. creeped all over me, and so m- me and my husband we enjoy bath time, and so I noticed that you know every time he takes a bath he puts something different in the tub. Mm. Every time, every time he, you know. You know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. So it spurred me to create the bath time cocktail segment mm-hmm. of the Soak It, Scrub It, Love It bath time. And so what that is, it is a recipe and a collection of recipes that you can find on my website, you can find in our group. And so, you know, just wanted to give the ladies a little bit of that. But it has been an awesome Awesome visit with you again, Tina. I so thank you for stopping by, and I hope that we can do this again later on in the year. Yes, most definitely. Everyone, you go get your Just Like Candy products (laughs) and do your self-love bath because it is very, very important for you to focus on yourself and your self-care and your (laughs) self-love. Well, it has been awesome, Tina. I thank you again for um, being a part of the show today and just, you know, sharing your experiences. Yes. So, again, I can be reached at tinacheinz.com. I look forward to connecting with you on social media. And thank you again, Candy, for inviting me to be on this platform. You are so very welcome, Be natural, be soft, be sweet. Y'all have a great week.